0: This is grace and faith fellowship we thank you for listening to us this is our saturday night message last week you took a little short break but we're back again with you to give you the word of the lord we just once again we thank you for listening uh if you like what you're hearing uh we encourage you to tell your families and friends about it or send these messages to somebody you know who need them and we'll be so ever be grateful for You doing those things but we pray that you are being blessed by what you're hearing and so we don't take your um your tuning in for granted and so like i said we also have our bible studies on thursday nights you can also listen over we have different subjects that we talk about to help you grow in this grace that god has given us and so we want to continue on um, I'll say we're talking about the habits of a thankful heart. we we started it last year and we continue on in this year. We got a few more lessons left in this, but just learning how to be thankful, developing habits on how to be thankful even in tough times. And so tonight, tonight we're gonna talk about the subject. We remember the subject is the habits of a thankful heart. But we want to talk about considering your call. Consider your call, okay? When it comes to being thankful, have you ever thought about considering your call? Now we're gonna deal with what is the call. What is the call that we're talking about? And we this series is based on on the book of Philippians, okay? Book of Philippians. We've always been Philippians this whole series. And so we want to continue with that. And so tonight, the foundational scripture I'm going to be dealing with is um, Philippians chapter 3, verse 14. And here's what it says. And I want to read it to you. It says, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. This is this most people are familiar with this? Paul says, I press toward the mark. Can you of the pride of the high calling in christ jesus so what was he talking about okay what was he talking about um when we talk about you know what you've been called to do most people uh um struggle with that what am i called to do most people think about what am i supposed to do why am i here what am i supposed to do with my life that's the question maybe may be asking yourself what am i supposed to be doing with my life okay and most people struggle with this question. We struggle with it, because we don't know. But we we want to know what matters and that we do what we do with our lives has ultimate meaning, okay? So we wanna know that. Maybe you wanna know that. Everybody wants to know that, that what you do with your life matters. You should wanna make a difference on this earth while you're here, whatever impact that is. So you should wanna make a difference. So the question that we struggle with that, what is, my call. What am I supposed to be doing? What am I supposed to do with my life? And you may be in, we're in 2024 now, and maybe you're asking that question, what am I supposed to do with my life? What has God called me to do? How do I find that out? Okay. Because when you know what your call is, it brings, and we're going to get into this, it brings meaning. It means brings significance value to your life. Okay. Now here's the thing about it. Let me read this to you. Christians do not need to create meaning or purpose in their life. We don't need to create it. We've already received our call. Okay. Listen to what I'm saying. You already received your call. And here's what your call is. Said so you want to know what your call is. Here's what your call is. Okay. To live lives worthy of Jesus Christ. Now, some of you may be saying, well, you know, the most time we think about call, we think about some vocation or some type of ministry or some type of job, um, some type of business you're supposed to start. And that is inclusive. okay? that's not we're not that's not wrong. Because God, we do have individual calls that God called us to. Okay, everybody has an assignment. And that's true. But I love hearing what Paul did, where he says, We're called to live worthy lives for Jesus. That is your number one call. Because here's the thing about it it doesn't matter what you do, whatever your vocation is, whatever you're doing in life, whatever you're doing, vocation, um, starting the ministry, being in ministry, starting your own business having this job, being in the corporate world, whatever. And God may call you to that. But the question we need to ask ourselves, the question you need to ask yourself is, no matter where God sends you, no matter what your individual, are you living a life worthy of Jesus Christ? Do people know you're Christian? Do people see the light shining? Okay. And do they see you being thankful no matter what you're calling? Because you can... We most time we think of call, we think of something big. Well, God just maybe call you to be a mother to your children or in your community, some community service, um different things. God may call you to, you know, you can be called just to be a janitor at a school. I mean, it's 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 not about how big it is. We look for the big stuff, but it's knowing what God called you to do. But even in those things, you to ask yourself. Your call is to live lives worthy of Jesus Christ. See people who do not know the Lord have no sense of worth defined. Excuse me, remember it, people who do not know the Lord have their sense of worth defined by personal success. This is how the culture defines personal success, how much money you have, um, you know, how successful you are, You how much money you make, how many vehicles, clothes, and you know, how many followers you have, you know, now we have social media. Well, I get a lot of followers. I got people clicking on my, you know, my YouTube page, or isn't that, and you know, this is how the world defines success. And so we, you know, people who don't know the Lord, this is how they define their success by person's success. Okay. They're, that's how they get their sense of worth. Their sense of worth, these people who, are, who don't know the Lord, is like a leaky balloon that makes constantly, that must constantly be reinflated by achieving and doing something new. So it's like a balloon, leaky balloon. So here's the thing about it. You may achieve all those things. You may achieve, you may... Get a whole lot of um, degrees. Get your master's degree. Get your bachelor's and master's. All these things and achieve and make a lot of money. But like it says, it's like a leaky balloon. Okay, it's leaking slowly because once you accomplish these things, then who what's what's left? What's left? And here's the thing about it: if you lose those things, what happens if you lose your things? Okay, what happens if you lose your ability, you know, through some type of unseen tragedy, lose your ability? What happens is that person in your life who you put all your confidence in, you know, they did you put all your identity in that person? What happens when they leave this earth? Then you have no identity. But the thing is, Christians, we get our meaning. But hey, our call, we'll call you to live lives worthy of Jesus Christ. Now, I want to deal with that because how we get our sense Because I want to go to, um, I want to read more on that. Because remember, we read last time how Paul, and I want to read verse five. Paul, he gives his resume. Paul talks about um, the value of knowing Christ. And I want to start with verse five in uh, Philippians chapter three. Because he was talking about, well, I want to start, let me go back. It's not in verse two, because Paul says something here. He, and I was reading this earlier. He says that he said, watch out for those dogs. Those people who do evil, those mutilators who say you must be circumcised to be saved." Notice what Paul says here. Now he's talking about circumcision. You no know, circumcision was, we think about circumcision. They had to uh, cut the male's uh, private part, the foreskin off of it. And what that means spiritually, this works. Remember, Jews had to be circumcised in order to be back then to be Christian. And Paul says, Don't let them tell you that you got to be circumcised. In other words, he says, Don't let your works, the work of circumcision, define who you are. Did it say you're saved? And so, what is circumcision? Except circumcision represents works. Notice he calls them mutilators. I like this. Okay. He calls them dogs. He says, Those people are evil. Okay, doesn't mean they're not saved. He says they're evil. He says, why? Because they're putting all their confidence in their works. And so he says, you don't get your value from that. He goes on to say in verse three for they, for we who worship by the spirit of Christ are the ones who are truly circumcised. Who said the ones that truly saved. Okay, we rely on what Jesus Christ has done for us, so we get our value from Jesus. We rely on I get my significance. I get my value by relying on what jesus christ did and says and we put no confidence in human effort i love that okay he said i put no confidence in all the things that i have achieved and paul talked about all the stuff he achieved okay we're gonna read that he said i put no stuff in human effort he said that's not where i get my value from okay though i could have confidence in my own efforts If anyone could, he said that if anyone could, it could be. He said, indeed, if others have reason for confidence in their own efforts, I have even more. Now, he goes on to say, he says, I was circumcised when I was eight years old. I'm a pure-blooded citizen of Israel and a member of the tribe of Benjamin, a real Hebrew, if ever was one. I was a member of the Pharisees who demanded the strictest obedience to the Jewish law. I was zealous that I harshly persecuted the church and as for righteousness I obeyed the law without fault so he says hey look at look at what I did okay Paul, look at all this stuff so you can these these this is what the world would consider callings he was called to the to the um member of the Pharisees he he he's talking about all the things he's done he he was circumcised at eight years old he was a member of the tribe. You know, he was born that he achieved all this. things. Paul was a very, he's very educated. Okay. He says, hey, I, I, I kept the law without fault. He said, I once thought these things were valuable, but now I consider them worth because of what Christ has done for me. He says, hey, all these achievements that I have, they're worthless now. Now I know Jesus. Now, now I come to know Jesus Christ. He says, so I'm called. My value is in what Jesus has done for me. And I'm called to live a holy and righteous life. life, Okay. So he's putting value on his living a life for Jesus Christ. He said, yes, everything is worth it. Even worth it when it compares to the infinite value of knowing Jesus Christ as my Lord. See, notice he said, I love these words the infinite value that I put on it. How much value do you put on knowing Jesus? Okay. Other words, he says, consider your calling. What are we called to do? Let's go back and say, I want to read again. We're called, what, what is your calling? To live lives worthy of Jesus Christ. Why? Because I now that I know him, it means more to me than anything. Okay. So he says, hey, yes, everything else is worthless when it compares to the infinite value of knowing Jesus Christ. For his sake, I have discarded everything, counting it all as garbage, so that I might gain Christ and become one with him. See, this is where we get our value from. This is you consider your calling. What is your calling? You've been called to be a, and you've been, um, what's the word I want to use? You've been stamped as a believer, as knowing Jesus Christ. You, you know now, you know, you have a relationship with the CEO of the universe. Okay, nothing else matters. Nothing else. That's where I get my value from. But I've been called to live a life worthy of Jesus Christ. He said, I count all this garbage. Said, I no longer count on my own righteousness through obedience to the law. Rather, I become righteous through faith in Christ. See He makes it, Paul makes it plain right here. How, How am I made righteous? Through my faith in Jesus Christ. I'm not righteous by what I do. My value doesn't come from all the things that I achieve. So here's what I'm saying, okay? Thank God that you achieved all you achieved. But be more thankful that you know Jesus. Because guess what? You may lose all those things. You may lose your business. You may lose relationship. You may lose even that degree you have may not be worth a thing right now because in time you may get laid off. Okay, but your value. I'm thankful that I know Jesus Christ who saved me and delivered me. So he says, for God's way of making us right is with Him. God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith. And I want you to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. I want to suffer with him and share his death so that one way, so that one way or another, I will experience the resurrection of his death. See, knows what Paul's saying. He's I want to experience. The mighty power. I won't experience shall with his death. Notice that he putting what well, he's putting emphasis on. He's putting emphasis on his relationship with Jesus Christ. He said, because I've been called to live a life worthy of Jesus Christ because he means more to me than anything else. And he's going I'm thankful. He's simply saying, I'm thankful that I'm saying I'm a Christian, that I know Jesus. And this is what we should be putting. Our emphasis on knowing Jesus. But um uh, to go back, let's see. So continue. I'm just, we should put emphasis on knowing Jesus. This is your call, but like it's like it says it, if you are not saved, people who don't know Christ, their sense of self is like a leaky balloon that must constantly be reinflated by achieving and doing. So you constantly doing things to to make sure you stay valued, to make sure you feel worthy, it makes sure you feel important. And it's gonna just gonna keep leaking. You gotta keep doing more and more stuff. But as Christians, we are free from the rat race, okay? We you're free from that. We don't have to create our own sense of value or purpose. You don't have to create it, it has been purchased by Jesus and given to us by grace. Jesus purchased your value. So if you lose everything, like Paul said, he considered all his achievements garbage, as garbage. But he's saying, hey, but I'm still worth something because Jesus has purchased my value. My purpose is in Jesus Christ. So we are not living to make a more profitable widget or get into a, a great grad school or finally paying off the mortgage. We're living for something much greater. The glory of God, if this doesn't warm your heart now, if it don't warm your heart and make you thankful, then you need to think about this more. Think about it. Does knowing Jesus really make you thankful? I mean, really, if, you, if it's not, you need to really consider and really just really um, develop a, a close relationship with Jesus Christ because you got to get to a place where jesus is enough now is it something wrong with um going to grad school no is it something wrong with paying off your mortgage hey we all want to do that that's fine i mean those are some goals that i have you know paying off a mortgage getting something It's nothing wrong with having personal goals and personal things but here's the thing about it when when you don't achieve them, maybe in your time frame, or maybe you never get the grad. I, my God, my job was, I did want to finish college, but I didn't. So does that minimize my value when it comes to God? No, it does not. But I'm saying th- I've learned, I've come to learn. I'm thankful for what Jesus has done for me. Okay. For what he has done for me. I mean, it's amazing. You know, you may have more degrees than I have, and thank God, like I said, once again, for education, all the stuff. You may have a lot more material blessings than me, and thank God. But i am learned to appreciate this relationship with Jesus Christ because he's become more than enough. And that don't mean that I throw my goals away. It just means that if I don't achieve it, if I don't get there, it doesn't determine my value. I've learned, I'm still thankful regardless if I achieve it or not that god saved me and i'm believing it. i'm i know him as my personal savior it means more to me than anything okay so i just want to get into this verse um philippians chapter 3 verse 14. what paul was talking about what he's talking about I just want to read this verse again it says i press toward the goal of the prize of the upward call in god in christ jesus it is Paul wasn't just pressing toward any goal or mark, okay? He was going for the prize. He wanted to do the very best he could and thereby win, okay, this race. So we don't have to run the race as far as the culture, but Paul, we're in a race, but we're not, our race is not to achieve more stuff to become valuable. Our race is we, we, we're living this life. So what is our call? Let me go back. What is our call? What are we called to do? Hey, to live lives worthy of Jesus Christ. Is your life, are you living a life worthy of Jesus Christ and show your appreciation, show how thankful you are by the way you live? Okay, this is what we're we're focusing on by the way you live. So he says, Hey, I'm in a race, I'm in this race for God, and I choose to run for Him, and I want to live a life worthy of the call that He has given me. Worthy that he he saved me so it said those who shoot shoot at nothing hit every time those who shoot at the stars may not always reach their goal but they may at least hit the moon so it says hey doesn't mean you don't have goals okay okay it doesn't mean you don't have goals but and set your goals high but guess what if you don't reach it if you don't reach your goal Hey, you may not reach, you know. Hey, you may not pay off your house before, you know. You may get close to it. That's okay. You know, you may not get, you know, all the degrees you want. That's okay. At least you sh- you shoot for it. I know when I when I was coming up, I played football, and my goal was to make it in the NFL. Okay, I never reached it. Never reached it, but that don't make me less of who I am when it comes to knowing Jesus Christ. I hey i didn't choose that's okay okay that's okay it doesn't take away my value because when i come to know christ he gives me my value he gives me my purpose okay he gives me my purpose now he gives me my sin he i'm important because i know him now when we're talking about this where i press here okay i press it, is, it was used figuratively as one running swiftly in a race to reach the goal. So Paul said, I'm pressing. It also carries the idea of one who pursues, seeks eagerly after, and earnestly devours to acquire a prize. Okay. Since the prize of eternal life cannot be achieved by works of righteousness that we have done, Paul must have been thinking of the rewards that come from service to the Lord, so there are rewards for service in the Lord. Because if you read, um, I believe it's in Second Corinthians, we're gonna be judged, the judgment seat of Christ. Now you're gonna be judged for your rewards. But guess what? When Paul was talking about prize, that he wasn't talking about eternal life. Okay, Jesus did that; He purchased that for you. But we will receive a reward for how we fulfill our assignment. And so Paul says, hey, I am, you know, determined to fulfill my assignment as Jesus Christ. And that is in line with what our call is, he talked about here, a life, living a life worthy of Jesus Christ. How is your life worthy? You need to ask yourself, am I living life worthy of Jesus Christ? Maybe you're not sure. Maybe you say, well, I don't really know. Well, you need to pray to ask God to find out, is my life a, a good representation and showing people how thankful I am, how, how wonderful you are. Okay. How thankful I am that you know I know you. So this is your call. So once again, we we're talking about consider your calling. Consider you've been called to Live lives worthy of Jesus Christ. That's that's our number one call. Because the bottom, as I said, it, it doesn't matter what your individual call is. If you're your life, you're not living a life worthy of Jesus Christ and showing appreciation through your actions. We're talking about that pride. Through your actions, how thankful you are that he loves you and he saved you and forgave you and delivered you and healed you, then, you know, that's, you know, then your life is not going to have value. You always going to be like the unsaved. You're going to be trying to find your value in things. Okay. And we don't get our value from that. As born to begin believer, You get your value from knowing Jesus Christ, as Paul talked about here. This is what Paul was focusing on. Living a life um, that showed the world that he values Jesus Christ more than anything else. Okay? More than anything else. So, therefore, we want to be thankful. We want to consider your call. Consider your call when it comes to being everything. Consider your call. Know what you're called to do. Know that you're calling to live a life worthy of Jesus Christ. Live lives. This is your number one call. So let me pray for you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for those who listen. I thank you, God, that you're giving them a passion and desire to live a life worthy of what you have done for us, how you paid for our sins, how you died in our place. And you gave us everlasting life through your shed blood on Jesus Christ. And I pray God that somebody is being motivated, desire to say, you know what? It doesn't matter what I have or what I don't have. My relationship with Jesus Christ is more important than anything. I pray God that you will begin to stir them up and give them the desire and the motivation to get to know you to them to understand that nothing else matters if they don't know you as paul said that i counted all garbage all the achievements that i may know you and i thank you jesus and i pray right now if you're not saved i pray if you've never accepted jesus christ as your personal savior you can do that right here all you gotta do is father i thank you that you died for my sins you paid the ultimate price me and i receive you as my savior i thank you that all my sins are forgiven past present and future and i receive you as my savior in jesus name amen and you pray that um you're saved, and i pray that you again a um a church bible teaching church we always welcome you at grace faith fellowship right now we have our bible study you can Reach out to us on our website, Facebook page, you know, YouTube page, whatever, and uh, get in contact with us. And we sh- give you information, give you material on how to grow in the Lord. And so we want to hear from you. And so if you just received your Christ your purse, say, or even if you are already saved, and you want to um, reach out to me You want to find out more. We do. As I said we have our Facebook page, um, YouTube page and we have it so you can reach out and talk to us and learn more about what we're doing but once again we thank you we'll be back with you again next week on this series about the habits of a thankful heart uh thank you for joining us we'll be back with you again next week thank you and bye-bye